Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Today is a very special episode. I actually just realized last week, which is so bad of me, but it is coming up on my two-year going full-time in my business anniversary, which is super exciting. It's actually tomorrow, so if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, the 28th of October 2021, my anniversary is on the 29th, so I'm really excited to be able to come on here. I'm going to talk a little bit about things that I've learned in my in my two years working full-time for myself, and at some point I want to do an entire podcast episode on how to manage yourself. This really, this came through to me straight and clear this morning as I needed to do a podcast episode on this because when you work for yourself, there's literally nobody saying, hey, you need to get that done. Nobody peeking over your shoulder and being like, are you done yet? Are you staying on track? It's really, it's just like all up to you. Um, And for me as a rebel tendency in the four tendencies, I don't respond well to internal or external expectations. So managing myself is almost a full-time job in and of itself. So I'm really excited. So that will be a future episode. But today, what I want to talk about is how to know when to go full-time in your job. I actually asked this as a poll on Instagram, what you wanted me to go live about, and a ton of people are super interested in this topic. And instead of going live about it, I actually want to address it here because I think it deserves a little bit more space, if you will. I want to talk about it a little bit more in depth. And I think because this is, it's a big, huge life decision to go full-time in your business. I really wanted to do it justice. So I'm really excited to be tackling this topic today. Before we dive in, let's do some updates. So updates from me. Uh, My boyfriend and I have been playing a lot of board games. Um, I feel like you really need to know this update just in case you're looking for something to do over the winter season. Um, It has honestly been so fun. We bought, I think it was like two board games each a couple of weeks ago, and we have been incorporating them now instead of watching like Netflix or Amazon or whatever it is at night. We like get so excited to play board games. And I mean, it strengthens our connection with each other. It stimulates my brain. Like, it's honestly super fun. We've been playing Pandemic, which I joked about this on my Instagram stories, but I was like, oh, it's a little bit too close to home, uh, you know, with 2020 and everything. And that game is hard as shit. We played 11 rounds before we finally won. Um, And we didn't even win, like, the right way. Like, we kind of modified it a little bit to, like, you know, make everything to our advantage. So we're going to have to play again and actually, like, try and win the right way. But that was a super fun game. The other one that we're really loving is Unstable Unicorns. If you've never played that, it is like this game where you're literally every single card is like designed to like essentially screw over another player. So you're just continually like trying to get other people to lose so that you can win. Um, I had a hard time with it at first because I was I'm like, I'm so sensitive. Like, I don't I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want my feelings hurt. And then I realized I was like, okay, it's just a game. I can actually use this as an opportunity to practice this as a skill set of not taking things so personally. So 
So board games. Okay, super into them. That's a huge, you know, life update for me. Other things. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know that Ignite is now open for enrollment. I'm so excited. So through Friday, tomorrow, hint, hint, enrollment is still at the discounted price, meaning that you can still save $500 on enrollment. So enrollment will stay open beyond Friday, but it will have that price increase. So if you are thinking or wondering if this is for you, yes, it is. You're here for a reason. You're listening to this message for a reason. And as a reminder, there are two different ways to join this live round of Ignite. So the first way is to just join the coaching calls. So let's talk a little bit about what that involves. So the coaching calls, you actually have 24 different options to come to coaching calls. I allow people to come to both of the options of coaching during the week. I usually hold two different times because people are in different time zones and want to make it as accessible for everybody as possible. So you can come to 24 yeah, 24 live coaching sessions over 12 weeks. You bring your questions. I answer all of them. Every single thing that you're wondering about in your business, great, I got you. And in the meantime, between the calls, you get 24-7 support in Slack. So you get all of your questions answered in there as well. And you get a ton of support from the other people in the group. It's seriously such an amazing community. It feels so good to be supported by a group of people that absolutely beyond a doubt get where you're at. They understand where you're at. It's invaluable. The coaching call option is for the business owner that is already established in their business. They have a pretty good handle on the foundations. They feel relatively confident using social media to market and talk about their services, but they need a lot of help either scaling their business, getting more clients, keeping clients, or showing up more confidently on social media. So if you're struggling with any of those things, I would absolutely love to support you in your journey. If you have hit a couple of two, three, four, maybe even a 5K month here and there, but are struggling struggling to hit consistent 5k months, that's absolutely where this group comes in. I will help you scale your offers. So aka, you are working less and making more. For me, that is a huge part of being a business owner is not just working until you like die. It's we're not we're not going to be participating in hustle culture. We need to figure out a way to essentially work smarter, not harder. That's that's what I'm all about. So the second option, the second way to join Ignite, you're going to get everything that I just talked about, those coaching calls, plus the educational modules. So Ignite is a 12-week coaching program. I teach you everything from the legal foundations, the financial foundations, to how to actually identify your ideal client avatar, the people that you actually want to be working with, because we need to be talking specifically to a small group of people in order for our message to land and to be heard fully. We're also going to teach you how to create an offer that is irresistible for that person that you know exactly that that is the thing that they're looking for. I'm going to teach you how to launch that offer because I think a lot of the times in the online world, people think if you just build it, it people will just come. They'll just show up and pop out of nowhere. And Unfortunately, that is not true, and we need to have kind of a lot of excitement around our offers and what we have to put out. We need to tease it a little bit. We need to make a big fucking deal out of it because it is a big deal. You have something to offer. You have something to put out into the world. So I'm going to teach you the exact launch process that you can go through to sell out your offer. Super, super exciting. I'm also going to teach you how to improve your money mindset, how to rewire your brain for abundance. That's a huge one. I think every single business owner should be rewiring their brains if they haven't already gone through that process. We're going to talk a lot about scaling your business as well, how to actually consistently create those 5K months. So the reason that the 5K months is a thing is because I think that's a number where a lot of people are like, okay, if I hit that, 
I think I could actually quit my job maybe. And yes, there might be a lot of like fear and doubt and insecurity coming up around that, which is why I absolutely wanted to talk about this today. So if you are looking to join Ignite, if you have any questions about this, if you are wondering if you are the right fit or not for this program, I would love to help you get more clarity on that. It's super important to me that the correct and right people are in the program and that it's in alignment for me and them. Super, super important. So you can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at ladybeta.coaching or an email, chelsea at ladybetacoaching.com. And I would love to help you gain clarity around this so that you can feel really good and in alignment making your decisions. I will put tons more info in the show notes that you can click on and learn more about Ignite and all of the educational modules inside of there. Let's get into today's main topic. So it's a big one. This is a good one. Going full-time in your business, how to know when to go full-time. And I think that this is this is a really personal choice. So as I talk, you know, things may or may not resonate with you and you might be thinking like, oh my God, I could never do it that way. I'm going to offer a couple of different routes or paths that you can take and one of them will probably resonate more than the others. What I want to let you know is that there's no wrong way to do this. There's no specific way that you are meant to do something other than the way that you're doing it. So whatever path that you're on right now, you might be feeling like, oh my God, it's not happening fast enough, or I'm just too afraid or whatever it is. Like that was the path that you were meant. That Those were the challenges that you were meant to have specifically. You have those challenges because you were designed. You were designed to overcome them. Um, for me, I actually had a, a soul plan reading with my coach Sinead last December, and that was one of the most profound things that I got out of that session was like, holy shit, every single challenge that I've ever faced in my life, I was built to face those challenges. I was literally built to overcome those challenges. And so are you. And it's, for me, it was just like an incredible eye-opening experience of like, holy shit, okay, yeah, I guess I was given this challenge because I actually have the power to overcome it. So when we're thinking about something like going full-time in our job, I think what a lot of people's brains go to first is, okay, the money. How much money am I bringing in every month? And what does the financial side of things look like? So I want you to take this advice, if you will, if you want to call it advice, with a grain of salt. Again, remembering that this has to be and feel right for you. And I want you to try and separate the feelings of, okay, this feels right and in alignment from the feelings of fear. Because feeling like something is right and in alignment does not mean you don't have fear around it. So I just want to point that out because when we're talking about quitting a job, this is a major life transition. There is definitely going to be some emotion coming up. There is going to be maybe some tears, maybe some doubt, some uncertainty. And I want you to know that that's normal. That is normal. And what we're trying to do when we think about quitting our job is we have to weigh the pros and the cons. Is taking this next step, is doing this thing going to create and bring me more joy or is it going to actually bring me more stress? For me, that's when I actually start to bring that conversation up with my clients. So most of my clients are working part-time, maybe they're working full-time at another job, and then they have their business as somewhat of a side hustle. Um, I don't like super love the word side hustle. I think it actually takes a lot of meaning away from the work that you're doing in your business. I think that the business deserves to be like its own thing, whether it is actually on the side or not. But the clients that I work with, you know, they're working, they're working a lot of hours. You know, they're trying to 
really plug in and work on their business in these small pockets of time that they have. So one thing that we really talk about is, okay, if you do end up going full-time, how much more time does that free up for you to work on your business? Generally, that's a lot of hours per week. For me, for example, when I was working at my last job at the grocery store as a vitamins manager, I was working there 40 hours a week, and I was making a decent income. I was around 2K per month. Um, And I'm going to just be really transparent about all of this and how I made my choices. This does not mean that you need to make the same choices or that those choices are also going to be right for you. So just keep that in mind. I'm just sharing my story. But I was making around 2K per month, and that actually matched my grocery store income. So once I matched that income, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And I actually matched it two months in a row. And I was like, got this little thought in my head. I was like, so if I had 40 more hours a week to work on this, what what could I do? do? Could it, could it actually be a thing? Is this something that could really work out for me? And I couldn't get that thought out of my brain. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I remember messaging my business coach at the time, and I think she was, she was definitely trying to play it really conservative because, and I respect this, you know, she didn't want to like sway me in either direction. And she really was like, you need to make the choice for yourself. And she was totally right. I absolutely needed to make that choice. She was like, maybe you should stay a little bit longer in your job. And I was like, I can't. I was like, I can't do it anymore. I literally cannot stay here any longer or I will pull my hair out. I was, every single time I went to work, I was physically there. Physically, I was at work. I was doing my tasks and doing my things. But mentally, I was working on my business. Probably most of those 40 hours. I was thinking about what content I wanted to post, what offer I wanted to come out with, what I was going to DM people. It was like, for me, that was one of the points where I was like, this isn't fair, any longer to the place that I'm working at. It's not fair for them to have an employee who is just here physically and doesn't actually really care about what's going on in the company. So for me, I actually made the choice to put my two weeks in and I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And my boss at the time actually ended up saying like, oh, please stay. And they ended up offering me essentially a promotion. So kind of like this lateral slide, if you will, into a different position that paid more. And it was like a little tempting, but I was like, nope, I'm going to stand in my authenticity. Like I absolutely know beyond a doubt that I need to, I need to follow this. I need, I need to see this through. I need to see if I can actually make this coaching thing a real thing. So I put my two weeks in, my two weeks comes around, and this is kind of just like a funny story that I don't think I'll ever forget. One of my coworkers on my last day, he's like, great, see you in a few months. And I was like, no, you will never see me again. Um, I remember the the manager for the region was there that day too. And he was like, you know what? If you ever need a job again, we're, we're here for you. We'd love to take you back. And I remember thinking like, no way. I am literally never coming back. That is one thing that I want to point out as well. When I made the decision to go full-time in my business, I did not have a plan B. It was coaching and that was going to be successful or it was going to be some other form of working on the internet, but it was certainly wasn't going to be going back to work for somebody else. For me, I know that I work best for myself. I work super hard for myself and I absolutely love what I do and I will do anything to make it work. I just don't show up that same level for somebody else's company or for somebody else's business because I'm not designed that way. I wasn't built that way. So for me, not having a plan B was super important and... 
what I want to point out here is it's the energy behind your decisions. Everything is energy. Your decisions are energy. If you are one foot in and one foot out, what is that telling the universe? For me, by being both feet in, and I literally fucking dove in, I was telling the universe, I'm fucking ready. I am ready. I'm going to do this. Bring it on. And the universe brought it on, definitely. It threw a lot of challenges and opportunities my way. So both, you know, the, the good in quotes and the bad. And for me, I was actually able to, that first month that I worked full-time for myself, I hit 6K. So I knew I was onto something. I essentially tripled my income from the month prior because I had so much time to work on my business. I was all in. So this isn't going to be everybody's story. Not everybody's story is going to look like this, and that's okay. We all have different journeys, different paces and speeds as to how we arrive to what we want. But I think the first thing that you need to ask yourself if you're thinking about going full-time is, what do I need in order to feel safe in my, in my life? That's going to be number one. So what that's probably going to bring up is talking about finances. How much money do you actually need to pay your bills? So getting a really clear idea of this, and I think this is where a lot of business owners struggle, is they don't want to look at the money. They don't want to get clarity around it because we've been taught that money's bad or money's evil or money never stays around. So doing a lot of working into and digging into your relationship with money, what's your money mindset like? What type of relationship do you have with money right now? For me, prior to starting my own business, I kind of didn't like money. I was like, it never fucking sticks around and I never have it when I need it. Now I think a lot differently and I'm really thankful for that. But gaining a lot of clarity for me, I was like, okay, I don't have a car payment, which I was super thankful for. I did have to pay for my cell phone. I had to pay for rent. I had to pay for coaching. Those things, I was like, all right, I think I can do this. I think that I can make enough money selling training plans. That's what I was doing at the time as a climbing coach to hit at least those numbers and then a little bit more to kind of buffer that and be okay. Thankfully, at that time, I didn't have a lot of debt and was able to make that decision. I feel very privileged in that fact as well to be able to make that decision and move forward going full time in my business. So what I want to come back to is kind of this concept of would going full time feel expansive for you? Would it feel, yes, fear is included in there, maybe scary, but also like, holy shit, I I get to rise to this challenge? Or is it going to feel so stressful that you can barely focus or function and that you're showing up with desperate energy? I think that's a huge, huge turning point. For me, I was like, nope. I know this is going to be expansive for me. I've always been the type of person that put a challenge in front of me. Tell me I can't do something and watch me. Watch me prove you wrong. For me, it was all about knowing that, yes, my income is fully dependent on me now, but that's actually the safest thing that could ever happen. Getting so confident in my ability to sell and getting super comfortable with it, talking about my offers, pitching, I know now that I can sell pretty much anything. So, hey, maybe the coaching thing doesn't work out. Great. I can sell t-shirts. You know, selling is a skill set. And I made sure that I built that up fully before I went full time in my business. I asked my coach so many questions around this. I researched it. I read about it. I listened to podcasts about selling. 
So I think that's a really important factor as well as how confident do you feel generating revenue and income in your business? If you don't, maybe it's time to do a little bit of work around that skill set because again, yes, it is a skill set. It's something that maybe you weren't born with it, but you can develop it and you can get really fucking good at it. And I will say it's a lot easier to sell things when it is something that you've created and you really believe in. Um, It's not the same as selling vitamins off of the shelf. So getting really clear and honest with yourself, maybe doing some journaling. If I were to make this decision to move forward to go full-time in my business, how would that feel for me? Would it be scary? And then listing out, what are you actually afraid of? We have to get clear on these things. I'm afraid if I go full-time in my business that I won't be able to generate enough income and then X, Y, and Z will happen. This is good because now we're getting somewhere. So you've identified specific fears which means we can come up with specific solutions. So in order to generate X amount of money, let's say $2,000 a month, looking at your current offers and your pricing there, how many do you need to sell at the price that it's currently at? Could you increase your price a little bit more and potentially sell a few less? That's how you start to scale your business. The better you get at your job and the more accelerated results you get people, You get to raise your prices after that. I see so many coaches out there struggling to get and keep clients because they're not charging enough. They're overworking, they're overwhelmed, and they're starting to burn out and become resentful of their business. When in reality, they just don't feel worthy enough of charging more for their services. But when you charge more for your services, people show up. They get results from that. It's actually a service to both you and your clients to raise your prices when your skill set increases. Okay, so if you're listening to this podcast and it's still fallout, that means it's climbing season. It is like prime bouldering season right now. The temps are excellent. The granite is sticky. But that means that my skin is getting shredded just like a cheese grater. It sometimes actually feels like I'm trying to climb cheese graters. And the one thing standing in between me not being able to climb and actually having a really excellent climbing day is rhino skin. If you're a climber, you've probably heard of Rhino Skin before, and I am a huge fan of their products. I have been ever since they came out. I've tried other hand repair, skin repair creams, salves before, and they are like way too sticky. You touch your steering wheel and you're like, ugh, gross. And it's just like, it's greasy. It stays on your hands forever. Not the repair from Rhino Skin. Repair is my all-time favorite product that they offer. I think it's kind of their flagship product. It's what came out first. It is excellent for repairing your skin, for recovery, for maintaining good calluses as well. And the really cool thing about it is it actually contains analgesic menthol and magnesium, along with some essential oils to help reduce pain. Super key when you are trying to climb multiple days in a row, or maybe you're on a trip, or you're just like really trying to work through the moves, really trying to send things. So I absolutely love the repair from Rhino. I use it every single day, sometimes multiple times a day if it's a climbing day, and it soaks right into my skin. It's not greasy, it's not gross, and I love the smell. Like I now have associated this smell with like the end of a climbing day, the end of a climbing session. I wash my hands, get all the extra chalk off, and put the repair on. So the thing is, your skin actually can't repair itself unless it is moist. I'm really sorry if you hate that word, but it 
it is what it is. Your skin cannot repair itself if it's dry. So if you are just leaving the chalk on your hands and thinking that that's going to be good, like your skin might start to recover, but it's not going to be anywhere near as fast or as accelerated as if you were to use the repair. So I absolutely love it. It's full of really clean ingredients. It has things like grapeseed oil. It has rosemary leaf oil, salicylic acid. There's the menthol. And then one of the other really cool ingredients is the willow bark powder, which also helps with pain. So if you want to get your hands on some of the repair from Rhino Skin, you can actually get 20% off. Um, I might have begged them for a discount code for you guys because I use their products literally every single day. I also love their split stick for when I have deep cuts or cracks. It's full of beeswax. It also has some of those pain relieving properties as well. So I'm a huge fan of Rhino Skin, but if you want to get 20% off of your order, you can head to rhinoskinsolutions.com and use code LADYBETA-2021 through the end of the year for 20% off. It's a great deal. If you do try some out, be sure to tag me on Instagram, tag Rhino as well, and you're going to get hooked. I'm sorry. I actually am sitting here looking at their large bottle. It's 16 ounces. So yes, I have 16 ounces of Rhino sitting next to my bedstand so that before I go to bed every night, I can remember to put this on. I've gone through many bottles of this. I actually have a smaller one that I keep in my climbing bag and then a little mini one for a travel size so I'm never without my repair. So I really want to reiterate this, that there's there's no wrong way to do this. You can do this process as slowly or as quickly as you want. I know there are some people out there saying you should build a safety net of 12 months of rent. And I don't think that that's bad advice whatsoever. I think that you need to get really honest with yourself and ask yourself, like, am I using this as an excuse to just keep pushing this out further and further? And get really clear on, like, what is holding you back from taking that next step? Because it's probably something. When we get really clear and really honest with ourselves and actually give ourselves enough time to be quiet, generally answers come to the surface. We have all of the answers in us already. We often just need to be quiet enough to allow them to reach the surface so that we can actually start to listen to what our bodies have to say to us. So if you need something like the 12 months of rent in your bank account before you go full-time and that's the thing that's going to make you feel good, hell yeah, go for it. Do it. I did definitely did not have that. Um, that was not, not the style that I rolled in. Um, and again, I'm not saying that that's bad or that's what you should do. I'm just saying that that's my story. Um, I believed in myself so fully that I could make something work that I went all in. I dove in and I did it. I have coached quite a few clients from working full-time, um, especially as engineers. I really attracted a lot of engineers to quit their jobs. And what we came up with is that they couldn't do it anymore. They couldn't work at their engineering jobs anymore. They were obsessed with their other job, with coaching, with climbing coaching, with working with people. That's where they got the joy and the fulfillment. Even if in the beginning they weren't matching their income, it was still more fulfilling to them to work as a climbing coach. Eventually, we were able to increase their income and surpass what they had been making as, as an engineer. But I think it's, it really comes down to, like, 
are we trying to fit inside this box, inside a mold? Because that's what we were told to do. Because we were told that a nine to five job is what makes us, you know, quote, stable or successful. And what are the stories that we are telling ourselves about what we need to do in order to be happy? Do we need to struggle in order to be happy? Like, even just saying that out loud, I'm like, that's ridiculous. And I want you to to really think about the stories that you're creating because those create a cage around you. I actually want to share one of my favorite quotes with you. This is from Trevor Reagan. He does the Learner podcast. And the first time I heard this, I was like, holy shit. I think my brain exploded a little bit. He says, fear is what creates the cage and stories that we tell ourselves is what keeps us there. So fear is normal. Fear is good. Fear is healthy. We need that. But what are we feeding ourselves? The stories that we're feeding ourselves, are we keeping ourselves stuck in that fear, inside that cage? I think a lot of people play it really small and we let fear win all the time because we just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the unknown. It's, it's that fear. It's classic. Everybody feels it at some point or another. And because we let the fear win, what we sacrifice is our happiness. We sacrifice our dreams and we sacrifice feeling fulfilled and feeling like we're making an impact. And for me, when I decided to go full time, I had no idea what I was creating. I had no idea what I was getting myself into or what my business would grow to. But I am so thankful to myself for moving through that fear. And I know a lot of people that wonder, can I make this work? Is this something that I could actually do full-time? The answer is yes. Hell yes, you can. Absolutely. 100% you can. You are not led to things for no reason. The universe is not cruel. It doesn't dangle the carrot in front of you and say, here, ha ha ha. And then once you're like, you're grabbing for it, you're falling forward and swiping for it, it, it takes it away. That's not how the universe works. You are led to things for a reason, but that does not mean it's going to be without challenges. That does not mean that you're going to achieve that thing without struggle. But that's not a reason to not do it. Because again, all of the challenges that were put in your way, you were specifically designed to overcome those. For me, one of the crucial things inside my business was reinvesting in myself in coaching. Like I, I cannot tell you and I cannot express to you how important this was in building my business. I know a lot of people are afraid to invest in themselves because... Again, that relationship with money. Oh, if I spend this, it's not coming back. But here's the thing. Oftentimes when you invest in yourself, you are always the best investment. There is not another investment better than you, especially when it comes to increasing and improving your skill set, improving your confidence and your ability to put yourself out there and become more visible. If I hadn't invested in myself, I certainly wouldn't be in the place that I'm at right now because what it taught me is, holy shit, I got to show up for myself. I put this money down, I am showing the fuck up and I'm making this thing work. And I got super uncomfortable. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast is I invested in myself and every single thing my coach asked me to do, I did it. No questions, just did it. And what I got from that was a ton of confidence the ability to show up powerfully in front of an audience, the ability to pitch my offers and speak in a way that really resonates with people. And 
I have a job that I absolutely love, and I'm so happy that I took that chance. And for me, it's it's really important that if you're out there and you're wondering, when do I go full-time in my business, that you take a chance on yourself. And I'm not saying it has to be immediately, but doing something like even picking a potential quit date, maybe it's a couple of months down the road, that can be your first step. And then you can start shifting all of your decisions and all of your energy towards that. It's that energy of deciding. You have to make a decision in order for opportunities to start to fall into your lap. They're not just going to randomly. It's that energy. The universe is waiting for you. It's literally waiting for you to rise up to the call, to rise up to the challenge. It's saying, where are you? And when you answer that call, you'll be rewarded with all of these opportunities. The universe rewards bold action, that it is what it is. Take bold action, receive big opportunities. So for me, it's a lot of questions that I had to ask myself in order to get to the place where I felt okay quitting my full-time job and figuring out things like health insurance. Yes, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but you can do it, I promise. Getting a lot of support around that as well. Reaching out to people on Instagram. Hey, how do I how do I figure out how to do this for insurance? And people are generally very happy to help. Just know that you can Google just about anything. Like, you are very smart. You are very capable. You can figure it out, I promise. And asking myself, like, what do I want out of my life? What's my mission? What am I trying to do here? Am I trying to make other people happy and people please and stay in this job that I really hate? Or am I uh, trying to make myself happy and make a big impact while doing so? What are the things that I need to feel safe in my life, in my body, in order to quit my job? Is that hitting a certain income amount, having a certain amount of clients? Like, what does that look like for you? Get really clear on that. And then it's asking yourself, how fast do you want this to happen? Because you can make huge shifts and changes in just a very small amount of time. Big, big things can happen in a very short amount of time once you've decided and once you're able to put your energy behind it. That is also the beauty and magic of being in alignment with what your mission is and what you're here to bring the world, what you're here to do, and how you're able to share your gifts. So I wanted to share some of the biggest lessons that I've learned in my two years of being full-time in my job as an entrepreneur. The first one is to trust, to surrender to the universe and to trust that it's all going to work out, to trust in the process, to trust in myself, and to trust that if I feel like I'm struggling or if things aren't working out, that that is where I'm at, that this is not the end. This is something that I need to work through in order to grow and to expand. Oftentimes, the biggest struggles result in the biggest expansions. That's just what it is, is we can't have every single thing that we want without a single bit of struggle. Like the two just go hand in hand. So for me, it was really learning a lot about trusting in the universe and doing as much as I can to get into alignment. And when I say get into alignment, I don't just mean in the way that I work with people. I mean in the way that I live my life, in the way that I treat myself, in the way that I show up every single day. So it was really just at one point taking time to slow down and realizing that I was just hustling way too much. I was literally trying to force things to happen. That's the other piece of it is that surrender piece. How can I prove to myself I've done every single thing that I can and everything that happens after this is literally in the hands of the universe. 
I'm going to do everything that I can to change and shift and increase and improve my frequency and my vibration. But after that, things are literally going to shake out how they're supposed to be. And trusting that whatever happens is exactly what I needed in the moment. There have been launches where I wanted more clients. And, you know, I was really hard on myself for not getting more clients. I shamed myself for not showing up more, for not doing more. And what I realized is, you know, a month into starting that program, maybe something happened in my life. And holy shit, my everything got flipped upside down. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm glad I actually don't have more clients because this is the exact number that I could handle at that moment. So trust. Trust is a huge piece of this. Trusting my intuition, trusting that who I am led to and the people that I am led to work with are the right matches and fits for me in the moment. I resonate very deeply with people and sometimes I don't even know why. And all of a sudden I'm like reaching out to them and being like, how can I work with you? In what capacity are you able to coach me? And just trusting that I need that support in that moment, that I need to be able to learn those lessons, those skill sets from that person. And it was divine timing. That's a really big one is, again, just trusting that things are working out at the speed and the pace that they need to. So it's just coming back to this concept of trust. How can I just trust? How can I trust more? How can I surrender more? How can I get into my feminine more? The divine feminine is all about creativity. It's all about slowing down, receiving, nurturing. It's all about how can I move through my day in a way that feels really flowy, really effortless, and feels really good to me. I don't need to be in my masculine all the time. I don't need to always be super organized, super scheduled, super efficient, checking things off the list. Sure, that can feel good sometimes. But what really feels good to me is trusting that I'm safe to be in my feminine. I am safe to create and to express myself and to dance if I need to, to draw some oracle cards and to literally just let myself be. So it's this big concept of trust. In what ways can you trust yourself more? In what ways can you trust the universe more? In what ways can you trust that things are working out for your highest and your best good. This is a big thing with thought shifting. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast is how can we go from that victim mindset of like, why is this happening to me? And trusting that everything is unfolding for you. Everything is happening for you. What are the lessons you're meant to learn? What are you meant to walk away with? Who are you supposed to meet? What opportunities are supposed to come your way because of that? So it's been two big years of learning how to trust, and it's been such a big one. It's been such a uh, a fun journey. You know, there's been a lot of ups and downs, but I wouldn't trade it for the world, and I'm so glad I was able to learn all of these lessons and... I mean, honestly, this has been such a big self-development journey. Owning a business is like, you are really going to get to know yourself while running a business. You will experience every single emotion on the spectrum, and you are going to get to know yourself really, really well after that. The second big thing that I learned, and this is kind of related to the first one, but it's the comfort zone thing. You've heard me talk about it many, many times, but here it is coming back again, circling back around is the more that I get uncomfortable inside my business, the faster and the bigger it grows. 
the more that I am uncomfortable on a daily basis, the more that I put myself out there, the more that I do things that I'm not good at, that I'm not comfortable with, the more that people are impacted by what I have to say. The farther my message goes, the more controversial I am, the more people find me. My people find me. More people resonate with me when I actually speak my truth. When I do things that are uncomfortable, like record two podcast episodes a week because holy shit, that's a lot. All of a sudden, more people are listening to the podcast because I'm showing up consistently. I'm getting outside of my comfort zone. Nothing grows inside of your comfort zone. You have to get outside of it in order to see the growth. I have to remind myself of this every single day. Once I start feeling, quote, good in my business, yeah, it might last for a little bit, but eventually that'll become stagnant. Eventually, I might forget that in order to keep growing and to keep moving towards my goals, I need to get uncomfortable again. I need to do something that scares the shit out of me. I need to send DMs to people, inviting them to join my programs. I need to do something like going live multiple times a week on Instagram and talking about my offer, talking about things, talking, doing card pulls, whatever it is. I need to create and put out offers that I've never done before. I need to charge prices higher than I've never done before. Because I know at the end of the day, I am worth it. I'm worth that growth. I am worth taking a chance and taking a risk on myself. And while it might not feel very good when you're in the moment, when you're in the middle of that discomfort, it's always worth it on the other side. Every single time I've gotten uncomfortable. It's again, it's taking that bold action. The universe rewards bold action. It presents you with opportunity it presents you with chances to to step up to the plate. Every single time I've gotten outside of my comfort zone, it's been an awesome thing. So I can't say enough for getting wildly uncomfortable inside your business. Um, this is something that I expect to continue to relearn for many, many years inside my business. So hopefully these insights were helpful for you. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on if you're thinking about going full-time in your business, if this was helpful for you, if this resonated and landed with you, I'd love to hear it. Make sure you tag me on Instagram in one of your stories so I can read and repost post. I absolutely love seeing and hearing that you are enjoying what's happening in the podcast. It helps me come up with better content for you. I'm so excited to do an episode all about managing yourself and managing your time, becoming more productive and more effective and efficient. As a business owner, I'm super pumped for that one. So that will be coming out soon. And if you have not yet taken the time to leave a rating and a review, you know what I'm going to ask you. I would be so, so grateful if you would take just a couple minutes out of your day to do that for me. It helps me spread my message even further. Again, just like Instagram, just like Facebook, podcasting has an algorithm and the algorithm likes it when you have a lot of podcast reviews. I know there's a lot of people listening to the show that have not yet left their rating and review. So again, I would be super thankful if you took just a little bit of time to go do that. I'm so excited for future episodes that are going to come out. I have so much good stuff in store for you, and I will talk to you next episode.